When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this episode of Trekking Through Compliance, we take a look at the Gamesters of Triskelion. Compliance, the final frontier. Tom Fox is the voyager of Trekking Through Compliance. His mission? To explore the original series and seek out and share what it can teach you about compliance. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Trekking Through Compliance, Episode 45, The Gamesters of Triskelion. In this episode of Trekking Through Compliance, we consider the episode The Gamesters of Triskelion, which aired on January 5, 1968, and occurred on Stardate 3211.7. Story synopsis. Kirk, Uhura, and Chekhov prepare to beam down to Gamma 2, an uninhabited planetoid with an automated communications and astrogation station. Before Scotty can beam them down, however, they are whisked away from the transporter platform. The landing party reappears on a different planet entirely and find themselves standing on a pad bearing a curious three-pronged triad logo. They are then accosted by four armed assailants from planets spread across the galaxy. Phasers and communicators no longer work, and for once they are defeated when they resort to -to hand-to-hand combat. They are then fitted with collars of obedience by Galt, the master thrall of the planet Triskelion and taken to their cells. When they try to escape, their collars are activated, subjecting them to great pain and rendering them helpless. Meanwhile, Spock scans the entire solar system they had been uh, circling when uh, the landing party disappeared, but is unable to find any trace of the lost landing party. Instead, Haynes notices an ionized ionized trail from a hydrogen cloud, and Spock follows it across the galaxy to N24 Alpha, some 11.63 light years away. Back on Triskelion, Uhura is introduced to her drill thrall, Lars. Kirk's drill thrall is the blue-haired Shauna, and Chekhov's is Tamu. When Uhura refuses to fight, Kirk is forced to fight the whip-equipped Klug as punishment. Upon witnessing Kirk's successful battle, the providers controlling the thralls bid for ownership of the newcomers. While on a training run, Kirk tries to distract Shahana by telling her about love. When Kirk asks her about the providers and she begins to answer, her collar of obedience is activated. When she recovers, Kirk seduces her. The providers find this amusing and do not punish Kirk, but make him stop. Back in his cell, Kirk knocks Shahana out and uses her key to free Uhura and Chekhov. Spock and McCoy attempt to beam down to Triskelion, but are prevented by the providers. They, however, are put in audio communication with Kirk, who is still on the planet's surface. The providers then reveal themselves to Kirk as three glowing brains, one yellow, one green, and one orange. They threaten to destroy Kirk and the Enterprise, but Kirk makes a bet with the gamesters about his ability to survive in combat. If he wins, the providers must free Kirk and the thralls. 
and the Enterprise. If he loses, he offers the entire crew of the Enterprise up as potential thralls. However, the gamesters insist that Kirk fight three opponents simultaneously, Klug, Lars, and an Andorian. They also grant the crew of the Enterprise the opportunity to observe the conflict. Amazingly enough, Kirk wins. Amazingly enough, indeed. Even after one of the opponents is replaced by Shahana. Kirk, Chekhov, and Uhura are returned to the Enterprise, leaving behind a saddened Shahana who ends the episode looking up in the sky and utters the classic line, Goodbye, Jim Kirk. So what's the fun fact from this episode? Well, when asked why his character was never developed more, George Takai, Mr. Sulu, stated that one episode of Star Trek that would have helped develop Sulu very much was the Gamesters of Triskelion. The first draft of the episode featured Sulu. However, Takai was away on location in Georgia for the filming of the movie The Green Berets, and despite his intentions to appear in the Star Trek episode, he was unable to return to Los Angeles to make an appearance due to complications on that movie set. Much to his appointment, uh, his disappointment, Takai did not appear in this episode, and yet despite this, he said things turned out pretty well. I got to do the Green Berets, and they rewrote all of Sulu's lines for Chekhov, so Walter Koenig got a good break. In spite of the rape scene that fortunately we don't see in this, this episode really is a very odd mixture of heavy and goofy uh, obviously with the brutal implications of the rape mixed in with uh, some classic James T. Kirk speeches and the wooing of obvious alien women. Um, it uh, could have been written with Kirk and Spock being made gladiators and getting tortured um, together but comforting each other at the end. And there are some interesting biblical implications. One of the most interesting that I came across was that this was Daniel in the lion's den. I'm not sure I would agree with that uh, interpretation because uh, Daniel really did not have to fight his way out of the lion's den as Kirk, Uhura, and uh, Mr. Sulu do. Nevertheless, I found that interpretation uh, somewhat interesting, and perhaps uh, you see some other biblical interpretations in this episode as well. It's interesting to note that although uh, Star Trek tried to stay away from explicit biblical references most of the time, in the 60s I think there was a wider uh, recognition of biblical stories and many of the watchers from the original series uh, when it came out in the 60s would have had these stories uh, quite well known to them. So there may be more references than there are uh, to such stories today. So what are the compliance lessons learned from this case, or episode, I should say? Well, first of all, we have to address the rape scene. Um, once again, this is in the 60s, so um, there had been no Me Too, and as we had on The Enemy Within, uh, we have a rape scene where the thrall Lars uh, rapes Uhura. Now, this rape happens off, off camera, so we don't see it, thank God, and I suppose you would expect that from a uh, 60s TV show. But in uh, this movement, or rather this era of the Me Too movement, it's extraordinarily unsettling uh, to see that so blatantly per, uh, pers pursued on screen. What about the three compliance takeaways? Number one, do you use the tools available to you? Unfortunately, in this uh, episode, Kirk uses subterfuge on Shahana and uh 
is able to manipulate her so that he can steal her key, and that gives him leverage to meet the uh, providers. So what tools do you have that you're not utilizing? But uh, I really want to use this to have a broader discussion about risk. So points two and three are going to be together around risk. And it starts off with what is risk? Well, Kirk here, in a fairly bold move, bets the lives of the entire Enterprise crew uh, to get out of the situation he finds himself. So it's unclear if he did a uh, risk analysis. It's unclear if he did it computation in his head. He certainly didn't have Mr. Spock there uh, to help him through. But the um, uh, he's able to bet, uh, bring up a large enough bet that it certainly intrigues the providers. So was it a risk? Was it a gamble? Uh, was it an informed gamble? Uh, or was it simply uh, he could think of nothing else, his back against the wall, and he had to... Uh, to move forward. And then finally, point three is uh, flowing from point two is what is risk management? So here Kirk believes that he can actually outfight uh, all of the thralls. And of course he does. Uh, fortunately, he doesn't kill Shahana. Uh, so we get to see her classic line at the end. But the management of risk by Kirk here, I think, is simply outstanding. Join us tomorrow when we take up the episode, A Piece of the Action. If you enjoyed this episode of Trekking Through Compliance, you can help it grow by sharing it with the biggest Trek fan you know. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.